from the 50 midweek edition. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the From the 50 Midweek Show, brought to you by Book It Sports. I'm your host, Zach Sook, assisted by TJ Weber, Big Web, and Nick Yall out in Reno, Tolly, the producer, on the ones and twos. How's it going, boys? Midweek show. The uh, noon slate in particular on Sunday was, shall we say, interesting. Yeah, it was a good it was a good time, Zook, and I uh, appreciate kind of that intro. It's like I fed you with a nice uh, a nice assist. You said uh, assisted by. It's kind of like whenever you're in the arena and you know you just scored a nice yeah. shot and on the taste yeah, sauce that thing over to you. So uh-huh. uh, appreciate the intro. <laughs> Hope your week's doing well. Um, yeah, it was it was a, another fucking great week for the NFL for me. Um, really enjoyed <laughs> the great the great stuff uh, that we got to see on Sunday. Um, Really, really am done with the year as far as picking. I mean, I'm enjoying football. I'm glad there's still a few more weeks of the regular season. But it, I I got nothing. I got no feel. I got uh, – I'm ice cold. Icy ice cold. So, uh, other than that, I mean, I've enjoyed the games a little bit, I guess. As far as that noon slate, the, the first thing that kicked us in the teeth was the Titans. Just just out of nowhere, Cleveland just th- throttled them. Housed them. I, I knew Zip yeah. would find a word for that. Yeah. But just – they weren't even in the football game, and, and they're too good of a team to, to play like that. And what does Yale always say? He always says uh, one-week uh, mindset or something like that. Yeah. I don't know how week you – one th- mindset. They, they got so kicked. <laughs> one to no mindset. They got so kicked to shit on that game. I don't, know how you could, I don't know how you could pick them, but they might dominate this week. It's, it's just weird, man. <laughs> it just sucks. It just sucks. It's been fun. I'm glad we got football. It's better than nothing, but – I mean, overall, it's just been – I got nothing. I mean, there's there's not one team I trust against the spread right now every single week. Like, there's usually a team or kind of a – you know, an offense you tail, a defense you tail. I got nothing. Absolutely <laughs> zero. No feel. So, yeah, I'm having a great week so far, boys. I feel like, too, as the season goes on, the numbers of the games that I see that I actually like – it's like I'll like maybe a third of the board early on in the year. I'm like, oh, I really like that number. That's great value. Now, it's, like the last couple of weeks, I look at all the games. I'm like, I'd stay away from that one. I'd stay away from that one. <laughs> like the, the numbers are so accurate right now. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas time and time again just completely wrecks everybody. And I tell you what, though, it's funny how it has been. Like Nick mentioned the other day, it's been split where, you know, the public has had their opportunities. Vegas has had their opportunities. It's just funny how like some of us are on the wrong side each time, whether you take the public <laughs> side or the Vegas side. But think about how close these spreads have been, even when the public wins. It's like half a point, one point, two points. Mm-hmm. It's just it's unbelievable how good they do, you know, with with this stuff in Vegas. It's like it doesn't seem real. And then yet again, they're like they, they always cover by half a point. It's it's absolutely insane. Yeah, the number of times it comes down to a half point cover or a one and a half point cover like is absolutely ridiculous. But I thought I would open the floor up to you guys because I honestly didn't know what to lead with between the Greg Marshall all out blitz that allowed the Raiders to win and keep the goddamn Jets winless or to talk about the Eagles and the benching of Carson Wentz and the shit show going up uh in their city of brotherly love so i don't know what you guys want to talk about first uh well we can talk about the eagles i mean i was expecting this to happen finally carson just gives them nothing right now it's love the headline it's they give them nothing (laughs) and the thing is you know what are you going to do in this situation you're out of the playoffs pretty much i mean you're in the worst division in football you're technically still in it but pretty much out at this point um and you got a quarterback who can't do shit He's got no protection. You put Jalen Hurts in there and see what you got. I mean, at least just throw him out there, and if he impresses you, awesome. If he doesn't, then you have to figure out who your next franchise quarterback is going to be. And then also you have all this money that you owe Wentz. So do they trade him? Do they take all that heat? What do they do? I don't know. He he might be paid for a long time to be a glorified backup, Um, but I'm intrigued to see if they do try to trade him and and get something out of it. One key there, you know, you got to try Hurts just because of his mobility. And you saw in that football game against Green Bay that he did was able to move and was able to get time to throw a little bit and make some completions. You know, Wentz wasn't getting that done. Wentz doesn't have the mobility. You know, he's, I don't know. With an offensive line, maybe Wentz is a better quarterback. 
who knows? But uh, right now, you got to go with Hurts. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's the right move, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I you know I think that Jalen Hurts should start the rest of the year. I do. It's just I heard somebody make this analogy, and I think there's some uh, credence behind it. He made the analogy of like when you have no confidence and when things are just going poorly, or like when a guy's in a slump in baseball, you give him a day off. You, you say, you know, just go home, you know, take a week, d- just get your mind off of football. And that's what Carson Wentz needs to do because this team has totally ruined him this year. The lack of receiving talent, the lack of an offensive line. I don't understand. I don't think anybody would be successful with what he's been given. It's absolute trash. And it was trash last year, too. Greg Ward Jr. It was a quarterback at Houston. He's their top wide receiver most weeks. Their guy, Travis Fulgham, led the NFL in receiving for about four weeks. He was cut from the Packers practice squad before the season started. Yeah. Jalen Rager's injured all the time. Alshon Jeffrey might as well go play in the AAF. Because he's not an NFL player anymore. I like the the Eagles offense is a complete fucking joke. So I wouldn't start Wentz the rest of the year either. And I agree with you guys. I would put Hertz in because why not? You drafted him in the second round. You clearly thought something of him. You might as well just see what happens. What my prediction is for this situation is I think Hertz will start the rest of the year. And then I think it'll be an open quarterback competition come next summer in training camp. And I think Wentz will win it, obviously. They're so tied to him financially that he's going to be the starter. And I personally, tell me if you guys agree with this or not, I still think he's a top 10 quarterback. I still believe in what I saw in 2016 and in 2017 too. I think that the, the management has let him down. I don't really think it's it's Wentz's fault. He's built some really bad habits, but I still think he's going to be a top 10 quarterback in this league for years to come. I just don't know if it's going to be with the Eagles anymore because I don't see this turning around. Yeah. It's, it's a situation where, you know, you got Doug Peterson, you think has bought himself plenty of time with winning the Super Bowl, but now there's like rumblings about him, maybe losing his job. Probably not this year, I bet, but maybe one more season. Um, But this is a team that, I mean, when they were put together, even though Nick Foles won them the Super Bowl, like he was the one that led them, they thought they were set up to, you know, make a couple runs. I'm not talking, I'm not going to use the F word, franchise. I just did. But I'm <laughs> saying like, yeah, di- that's what I meant, dynasty. And at the same time, though, they were kind of set up to win a lot, and now you kind of tanked, you know, and, and your guy, Carson Wentz, who, I mean, he's loved in that city overall. They wanted it to work with him. Um, but I think his Eagles fans are kind of getting upset with him, and they're running out of patience, if you will. They're kind of like, eh, throw Hurts in there. What else can we do? I mean, we sucked this year. We're not going to win the Super Bowl. We're not going to probably even make the playoffs. So throw him in there, and if Wentz goes, he goes. So I I think Eagles fans are kind of fed up with him at this point, and, I mean, it makes sense. He hasn't done shit. The guy Nick, what's your the- thought on him? Yeah, I, I think it's one of these situations where he probably deserves a – uh, a, a better spot, um, not with Philadelphia. Because like you said, they, they haven't given him any of the weapons out there that he needed. And they didn't give him any of the offensive line help. I said it last week, you draft Jalen Rager with your first round pick instead of drafting an old lineman. So it's just a boneheaded mood by management right there. And you might see a change at, at OC. Um, who is their offensive? Is it Doug Peterson calling the, making the play calls? Or do they yeah, he calls the plays. I think he, at least last week, they talked about giving it up. Tali, do you know who the OC is that he would technically give it up to now? Because they've lost everybody since the Super Bowl. So I actually don't really know yeah. who their OC I mean, is. I mean, yeah, you're probably not, you're probably not going to lose Doug Peterson as your head coach, but something's got to change from the offensive standpoint because I don't think it's Carson Wentz's fault. And, and I've seen trade rumors about flipping Carson Wentz to somewhere else, maybe go, goes to Indianapolis, uh, Denver. I, I know has been in the has been in the rumor mill after you know what situation they got going on with Drew Locke. I think Drew, they're still committed to Locke there for at least another another year. Um, but yeah, I think either change of scenery is going to be in store for Wentz, or there'll be an open quarterback competition next year that he will win, and then they stick with them again for for another year because he's been banged up and. And but he's got all the intangibles there. He's a big guy. He's got a big arm. He just needs time to be able to throw the freaking ball. Like you can't, you can't have two seconds and get, and get the ball out, especially when you have 
like you said, Zook, Division two fucking wide receivers that are being cut off the practice squads. Mike yeah. Grow is the OC over there. I don't even going. know who that is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't either. But they Wentz also needs to figure out something different to do the second week of December next year because <laughs> December 10th, 2017, tears his ACL, ends that year. December 9th, he has a back injury in 2018, ends that year. December 8th, he's officially benched for Jalen Hurts. So next year, especially around the 7th of December, he needs to figure out <laughs> just something relax to a little do. bit. Yeah, he needs to sit yeah. back and maybe just take that week off or something. Just uh, you know, per- a little personal week, if you Pearl will. Harbor Day, just, yeah. you know, do something different. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't know. That's it's wild because I kind of agree with Zook. I mean, as far as ability and the way he moves in the pocket and the way he throws, I do think Wentz is a great quarterback. I I still think he's got some some pizzazz to him. I just don't know if it works in Philly. So. You know, whether it is Indy or I think he'd be perfect in Detroit once they do trade Stafford, if they trade him, they should. Um, I think Carson would do very well at a lot of different places. So I I think for the NFL's sake, I think for Philly's sake, they should part ways, somehow find a way to trade him and and give him another opportunity because he's they love him in that way. Not going to win for them anymore. So let him move on and then you move on with Hurts or whoever the hell else you want to get. So. Yeah, I, I wonder if any of these highly paid QBs are going to get moved because, in theory, I think that maybe the Eagles would consider it. Maybe. But I think the Lions would definitely and are considering training Stafford. But one thing about the NFL salary cap and how this year is just so screwy, the cap's not going to go up like it has in previous years. It's either going to stay the same or it could drop down $20 million dollars it's about 200 million right now. It's been floated that it could be 170 mil or 180 mil next year. I don't know what's going to become of that, but it sure as hell not going to go up. And in the NFL, like when you sign Carson Wentz to a hundred dollars, hundred million dollars guaranteed, no matter if you trade him, you are on the hook for the guaranteed money. It doesn't matter. So Guys like Stafford and guys like Wentz that make just a shitload of money, if they have a lot of guaranteed money left on the deal, it's it's like borderline impossible to trade them. So I'm going to be really interested to see the, in this offseason how it progresses with the quarterbacks because you have, I think, a handful of guys that are going to move hands, another handful that could move hands, like your Stafford's and your Wentz's. Then you have your Jimmy Garoppolo's, maybe your Derek Carr. He gets thrown in there every year. Darnold's almost certainly going to get moved. Uh, Jameis Winston could get moved. So I'll be really interested to see kind of how the quarterback landscape shakes out. But um, TJ... Uh, actually, we'll come. We'll come to this in a second. I got a Lions what? question for you. Oh, I, I got a Lions question. If they're going to talk about my two and five week. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't going to do that. But I want to talk about Derek Carr and the Raiders versus the Jets first because that was jaw dropping. I don't know if you guys were watching Red Zone at the time that that happened, but I thought I was like, man, good for the Jets. They're finally going to win. And then all of a sudden, I, I thought the game was over. I kind of stopped paying attention. Yeah, I was checking too. my fantasy team. And I see that the Raiders have the ball, complete a couple passes, get within Hail Mary range. I'm like, holy shit. I, I'm still thinking, though, like, you know, nothing is really going to happen. They just got to kind of close them out. And then Greg Williams happens. He sent an eight-man pressure and he left his undrafted free agent corner, Lamar Jackson, not the quarterback of the Ravens, one-on-one with Henry Ruggs, who went in the first round. He was the first receiver taken in the draft this year versus an undrafted free agent and probably the second fastest player in the NFL behind Tyreek Hill. <laughs> it was mind-boggling, and he, he paid for it with his job. But I don't know if I've seen a crazier egomaniac coaching in the NFL than Greg Williams. I mean, wow. I don't think he was trying to throw the game. I don't yeah, know if you guys I was gonna think say, that, but I, I don't know. I'm not saying he did. I'm not saying he didn't. All I'm saying is that play call in that instance, you know, one they're doing one thing. It's the go route. That's what they're doing. Yeah. They're going to run to the end zone. That's exactly what's going to happen. You know, it's yeah. coming and you do an all out blitz. I don't get it. I, <laughs> I yeah. mean, again, to, to- to, to yeah. me, they got called down from from the uh, from from the booth that the Jaguars were were about to lose <laughs> against the Vikings, and 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 they said, "Let's do a dipsy do," because there's no 
There's nobody in your right mind that would do an all-out blitz. Yeah. At the at the last play, you you play you play prevent defense and you totally. got the ball down. Like so, I actually have a stat for you guys on this. I don't know if you saw it or not. So they are. This has happened. They were entering that day. There were 251 pass plays that yes. met this criteria. I was about oh, to sorry. say this stat. Final 15 seconds of regulation between a four and eight point lead and 40 plus yards to the end zone. That play calls the only one where there were seven or more pass rushers. <laughs> Ali, there was God. one. Tell me they weren't. I, I believe there game. was one or three plays that were even more than a four-man pressure, where they sent five, so one extra rusher. Greg sent fucking eight of them. What a moron. Yeah. <laughs> no. Some dude Some no, dude had a ticket excellent. to win uh, 20 grand on uh, Jets week Jets 13. Jets uh, money line week 13 being their first victory of the season. Really? And and then he loses on on that on that ticket. <laughs> Absolutely, you that. can't you can't tell me that they didn't throw that game. Yeah, I, I, all right. Do you want to hear my theory? Because I don't think they threw it. You think they're that stupid? You think that honestly, I think Greg, Greg Williams, Williams is, is that stupid? Yes. Yeah. Really? I, what incentive does Greg Williams and Adam Gates have to throw the game for the quarterback that they're never going to coach? Because they're gone after this year. How, how do you is think Gates they, still there, they want their legacy to be an 0-16 Jets team is what they coached? I don't think so. How? I think Greg Williams, who's a blitz-heavy guy anyways, I think that he saw Nelson Aguilar get behind his prevent defense and Carr overthrew him, and he's like, we're not doing that a fucking again. So they heated him up, and he just stepped right up in the pocket. I didn't even know they sent eight because the blitz was that terrible. He just stepped right up in the pocket <laughs> and yeah. threw it right over the top of yeah. the back. Yeah, how well, the hell do you was, step up when they're sending eight? You know, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting to see when he throws the ball. I'm like, okay, there's gonna be some DBs back there. Oh, holy shit! He just burned them, catches the ball, and walks. How it much in. time was left? Did you wasn't see- it like twenty? Like not even twenty like seconds? Five, yeah, like five seconds. Yeah, five there seconds was left. under fifteen seconds. But did you guys see who the DB was on that play that had him man to man? Lamar Jackson. No, it was an undrafted guy playing his first game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Lamar. Jackson. This is yeah, Lamar all fishy Jackson. to me, Tolly. I don't know. Yeah, it, yes, it was Lamar Jackson. You got the undrafted rookie in there guarding him. The undrafted and there's a run route, you know they're the going to run. Undrafted rookie, and then he blitzes eight. Come on, like you're telling me. Look, you're telling me he meant to do that. There's no. I I, I, don't I think know. he thought that the blitz was going to work, and I think I think that he's such a crazy egomaniac <sighs> that he they paid him a little extra. They said he thought hey, it was going to work. Maybe, maybe, maybe they gave him a bonus. They're going to yeah. fire him anyway. So you're going to be gone regardless. Be, like, I'll tell you what. You want to be out of the job yeah. now. Over, like, over 50 years of watching football, everything's fine for 30 years. Then the last 20 years, you go, you know what? These spreads are always really close. I wonder if there might be some kind of a fix, kind of possibility. No, nah, too many guys that have to be in on it. There just have to be too many guys. 2020? Fuck, what's going on, man? What's going on? (laughs) Everything that could go wrong goes wrong. Kyler Murray takes a knee. There's only one thing that can beat dad. It's a knee by Kyler Murray and an extra point. And motherfucker, he did it. I don't know. I don't think it's ever happened in uh, in an NFL game. I was on the right side. My parlay on that Houston, uh, that freaking Houston indie game oh, had the under yeah. 44 points in the first half. I'm like, yeah, this thing's dead in the water because Detroit was also getting their fucking asses handed to them. All of a sudden, fumble on the two yard line. Detroit picks it up, runs it in the next play, flip <laughs> to the next the channel. Deshaun Jutt, Deshaun Watson fucking fumbles the ball and Indy recovers. Boom, that thing hits. And then I, and then, uh, Nearly New Orleans nearly blows it, but they they swat it down. I, I I didn't realize I won my parlay. I I was like, okay, cool. I have like two out of three or whatever. I thought my my game was like later on in the uh, in the evening, and I sent the bet slip to my buddies. I was like, we're alive, and I was like, oh fuck, I won. And I was like, let's go. <laughs> That's the best. It, it, it all happened so quickly that the all these I was literally one in three to start the day, and then everything switched in the in the last like two minutes of the games. And then I flipped out to be three and one on everything. So I was, so the, the, the I big, was pleased. The big question here now is, is will this crap continue through the playoffs? Okay. Oh yeah. Now, now we, we hope not. <laughs> we hope not. It's been a fuck November. I'll tell you that. Oh, it's been terrible. You know, but, but you know, when you get to this time of year, the cream rises at the top, the better teams hang on to their playoff positions and they get into the playoffs. 
a lot of it has to do with coaching, keeping your guys in line. There's going to be tip passes. 2020, how many tip touchdowns were there? You know, just insane things happening. The bullshit luck and the focus that you put into the playoffs and the and the, the better teams, mm-hmm. does all the shit go away? Yeah, well, also, I mean, just, just to talk about it, let me tell you guys how cold I am. Let me just tell you how <laughs> ice cold I could possibly be right now. You're frigid. What are you doing for punishment this week, buddy? Uh, we haven't decided that yet. That's I was talking to Tali about that today. I'm literally said, running out of punishment for you. We got to run. I know. This is I, I, I got no. I don't have no any comebacks anymore. It's just like at a point where it's like sad. <laughs> you're you're just, just like, like it is what it is. I'm a broken man at this point. Um, <laughs> we but, might have to do something cold for you since you are so cold. Yeah, it's got, maybe right. the ice bath yeah, is, is what I need to I, do. I think or the something. ice bath. I think you got to do the ice so, bath. That, that'd be fair. That, that may break the streak. It might break the street yeah last so last night uh on book it i decided to take north carolina plus three in that one and uh unfortunately uh iowa good basketball team ranked third in the country nick hit seven of their first nine from three <laughs> seven Damn. of their first nine they hit 17 in, 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 the, first, in the first five minutes in the first five yeah, minutes i just yeah. i just got bent over on the maryland game today so i did have illinois though against I, duke I, I that was a good game i had illinois as well that was a good Let's one go. nice yeah, yeah. That was nice. But anyway, ice cold. Icy cold. I mean, I'm 20 games. No, 17 now. 17 under 500 right now on Book It. A lot of those have come in November. Solid. (laughs) It's real solid. Solid as ice. Yeah. Hey, you know, if you got a big cold streak, that only means a big hot streak is coming. That's right, baby. We're going back. We ain't quitting. December's my month. I can't yeah. wait to see you just got to break the ice you know, with a little ice thing. bath. Your joints will be feeling a little better. Get the recovery going. <laughs> That's right. And then you'll be ready to go on a heater. That's so, it. So, so the worst thing you can do now is fade yourself, right? Because you got to go with your own mindset. I have to. What you think. I have to. Yeah. Because the minute I fade myself, no. I'm going to get hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's, you can't. So you got to stick with it. You got to stick with it. You got to get through the shit. You, I don't care if I lose 30 more games in a row. You that a couple times where, where you're like, I think this is what's going to happen, so we're going the other way. And then and it did happen. Then, and then and then you would have been right had you just stuck with your original your original your original plays. So yep. I think you just gotta yeah. you gotta commit. That that's what I noticed. Every most times, like probably nine times out of ten this year, when I've changed my picks later in the week based on like what you guys are doing, or if I hear something, it it, it never works. My initial gut feeling right off the bat is always what the better chance. Works. Well, then yeah. if you you kick yourself, I mean, you could kick yourself if you technically don't change your picks and it works out. But usually, you kick yeah. yourself harder if you change and then your original picks hit. Correct. You're like shit. Correct. You know what I mean? Like it just that's a double a whammy. It's double yeah. whammy. Yeah. Yeah. So I we'll we'll get back on it. We'll we'll hit a hot streak here soon. But uh, son of a bitch, I, it's not an NFL. I tell you that it's it's been yeah. it's been <laughs> it's been a season. So so TJ, here's my Lions question for you. Okay. This past offseason, and, and I just, I'll just want to open this up by saying I don't criticize the Lions for what they did. I would have drafted Jeff Okuda, too. But Justin Herbert was taken two picks later, and one pick later was Tua. Do you give any thought? Like, when you see those guys, like, going off, and now you're going to maybe trade Stafford and rebuild anyways, it seems like, do you think that it was a wasted opportunity to take a quarterback that year? I don't know where they're slotted to draft at this year. And I think they it's could like get, maybe get right a guy now? this year. Eight but. or nine right now? Something like that? Is Big Web slamming the alcohol right now? I think he is. Did you he take took a, a little swig Just a little over there. sippy. Just oh, a little sippy. It is good stuff. That's damn good. Yeah. American honey. <laughs> um, just slamming the American honey. Just on a you know on a Wednesday, no biggie. Just hanging yeah. out. We're just. I just see him casually look at the bottle and unscrew it, take a sip. Like just dudes being good. guys, you know. We do what we can. Just hanging out. Um, I'll, save, uh, I'll save that. Sorry, boys. Um, no, it's all good. Um, so that yeah. was amazing. Look, I don't know, man. I, if you want my honest opinion about the Okuda pick, we talked about this. We had a draft show, you, me, and Nick back in uh, yeah. April. We're gonna do it again. Yeah, and I, I literally sat there and I said, you know, it's that. you're basically replacing Darius Slay, who you got rid of. I get it's because of locker room situation. It's a locker room thing, but you just wasted a first round pick, pretty much. You're getting him for less money, but you're basically getting the same position you just got. So you're not improving technically. Uh, so yeah, it was a safe pick, if you will. But it and at the moment, it didn't really bother me that they didn't take Herbert or Tua because I was sitting there going, you know. Stafford's still here for a few more years, I thought at the time. They're going to build up. They're going to have a better season. And here they are. They suck ass again. And what are they going to do? So they're going to trade Stafford and, and waste it. So 
at this moment, I, yeah, I would have loved to have them take a, a risk on, you know, a Justin Herbert or something. But I do honestly think, and this is how sad this is, they thought they would be competitive this year. Straight up. I think oh, they, they definitely honestly they definitely thought did. Patricia definitely thought he would have his job next season. Like I, I a hundred percent, I think that's a thing. So, well, Quinn and uh, Patricia, this is the whole problem and why I criticized Lions for keeping the the staff on. They they had to know, like at the upper levels of the executive management, that the team was going to suck fat dick again this year. So, <laughs> like to hold on to Patricia and Quinn. Why? Why are they going to draft a rookie quarterback? They're right. not again like Greg Williams and Adam Gase. They're not thinking about your your future. They're thinking about their jobs. So they drafted who they thought was the best player that could help them right then, which was Jeff Okuda. And I just think that's why you can't hold on to these guys a year too long. But because of optics, like that's ridiculous. The Bears held on to John Fox uh, an extra year when they took Trubisky. Ryan Pace did not tell. John Fox that they were drafting a quarterback and he did not tell them that they were drafting Trubisky because he knew then he was going to fire him the next year. Yeah. So he didn't even let him in on the loop. And that happens across the NFL. So like the, the Fords knew that they were going to clean house this fall if things went South. And they probably knew that there was about a 90% chance that things were going to go South you're not better than the Bears or the Vikings or the Packers. Maybe I, you're better than the Bears. I don't know, Zuck, the Bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bad, right man. now, oh. right now, Detroit is slotted to draft 12. And, and see, here's the issue. You're not you're not picking high enough to get a guy. You're not so you that you've lost the opportunity again. And the next coach you're gonna have is gonna have to sign some bridge guy if you draft Stafford. Now maybe they trade up from twelve because if you trade Stafford, you're gonna get like two ones and a three or something like that. Screw it. So I want Sam uh, Darnold. Give me Sam Darnold for the year for the bridge year. I'll take him. Whoa, I'll whoa, take whoa, whoa, Sam Darnold whoa, whoa. for hold the on, bridge hold year. On. Take Carson Wentz. You like Carson Wentz? We, so we talked him? about this. We talked about this last week, and you said you would only give a. You said you give a, a first and maybe that's it for him. Now you're saying two first round picks. I would not give up more than a first but i think that i'm starting to think that he would maybe command some more value maybe two ones is extreme i i just for stafford when when you look around I, at like some I, of the I premier players i said last week yeah and i didn't think i would not give up two ones for him i just i don't know i would i i don't see stafford going for two ones i i don't see maybe him, i mean I don't know. Well, I think if it depends who he goes to, too, because like if he goes to a team like, I don't know, like the Colts or the Niners or like a team that does not draft very high, then you're going to have to give up two ones because your first one's basically a two. Remember, DeAndre Hopkins only went for a second round pick in David Johnson. (laughs) Well, it's still funny. It is still funny. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. And the coach is now bye bye. (laughs) The precedent for like the best. And this is not quarterbacks. So that's why I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have probably used this as a measuring stick. But Khalil Mack went for multiple ones. Um, I think Amari Cooper went for multiple ones. DeAndre went for a second. But uh, a lot of like, if you're going to get a premier player, especially at the quarterback position, which I believe Stafford is, I think you're going to have to give up a decent amount of picks in because you're probably trading him to a team that's better right so that pick's not going to be very high so you're going to want more than just pick 24 and a third you know yeah you need, so, you need to be guys. sort of competitive next year i mean they're not gonna it's a rebuilding situation but i mean they they need somebody to at least bridge the gap you're right for next quarterback those other guys were in their prime though when they got drafted and we're kind of going for that next contract at that time this is a, a little past his prime. This is a deep draft for quarterbacks. That is the good news. So if you want to put a little extra oomph on it to try to trade up into the top ten, I mean there is a chance to to get. There's a good four of them that are going to go in the top ten. Yeah. So that I mean you could honestly do that and try to pick up four more spots at like eight, and you might have to throw in like a, a second rounder and and maybe I don't even know I, I don't even know who else they would put in there. But I mean if you move up to twelve or eight and you can get one of the guys, one of those four guys, and take a chance on them while you bring in. A darn older, I mean, shit, if they brought in Carson Wentz, that would be, I just think it's such a good fit. I just think that would be so fun. Atlanta is currently at eight. They could just flip Stafford and Ryan. 
I don't want they Matt need Ryan a fucking either. quarterback. I don't want Matt Ryan Atlanta either. Atlanta needs a quarterback. Matt Ryan, they haven't had stinks. a quarterback for years. Dad will follow Matt Ryan to the end of end of the age, no matter what happens. <laughs> wherever what, he goes, he'll, he'll follow. I, I would him. like to go to a bar with uh, Matt Ryan and Red Rifle because they both owe me a lot of fucking money. <laughs> both of them. <laughs> yeah, Dad's. Uh, yeah, Andy Dalton. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It, Matt Ryan is the most interesting quarterback in the NFL right now because he used to be so good, and now he's just like he can't hit a broadside of a barn. No. Andy Dalton's always been kind of bad, but just had a decent situation in Cincinnati. I, I don't know. I feel really bad for you that you locked in so hard on Atlanta this year because this is what you let me, do. Let me tell you something. You about lock Matt it Ryan. on one team. You do it every year. You lock it on one team and I you do. bet them every yeah, week. Yeah, last year every he was week. Frisco and he yeah. made a shitload of money. Yeah. I did well on Frisco last year, but Matt Ryan. You get Matt Ryan in the red zone, you're going to get yourself three points. <laughs> yeah. yeah, young white coup coming in, knocking in those field goals. Oh, he's he's, he's going to make a field goal kicker a genius. Yeah, yeah. young it's, it's young way is best kicker in the league by yeah. far right now. Oh, he's got a million chances, of some bitch. <laughs> See, Justin Tucker missed uh, Nick. Your your kickers, Justin Tucker missed a first Fuck, one inside dude, forty. Don't, don't, like even, don't attempts, even get me started about the fucking kickers last night. Greg Zerline, <laughs> oh, he was bad. Cannot hit a fucking field goal to save his life. Greg Zerline should be immediately released and immediately forced out of the league to retire because he absolutely cost me last night nine points that we missed out on. We did more like six because Tucker missed his we, field We could have used a six. A six would have been great. <laughs> the, the, the six, the six would have been great. Also, the bullshit right before uh, halftime, missed pass interference and missed roughing the passer, both uh, going into halftime. That would have set up, and then CD still nearly caught the touchdown, which he probably should have caught to end the uh, to end the half. But refs had minus nine in their pocket all day with the Ravens. That was hundred percent fixed. Did, did, was in. Did on you that see uh, the Ravens? I think it was a D lineman. He went up to the camera and said, "Easy money, easy money." Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fix, the fix was absolutely in on Ravens last night. Absolute complete bullshit. Nothing we can do about the refs fucking <laughs> us on that one. You know. I just came up with a little concept here for the playoffs. So, you know how we bitch. Big Web Football League. We, big Web Football League, absolutely. <laughs> this is a lot like the Big Web Football League. Yeah. What happens here, what we're bitching about, we've bitched about it. I've been bitching about it all year. You guys have been bitching about six weeks here. But when there's backdoor cover, they come in and they get us on the spread, we get whacked. Tip ball. Oh, this happened. Oh, this, oh, this guy didn't kick. Duh, duh, duh. Well, guess what? You can look at the playoffs and go, look. If we can't pick a money line pick just to win the fucking football game, don't make a bet. If it's not a money line win pick, because that's where you, the, the teams still have great records. Pittsburgh, yeah. Pittsburgh still got a great record. When's the fucking last time they covered? Yeah. Okay. So maybe we look at uh, money just line. money line because the spreads are going to be lower. Because you're right, there are they're all well supposed to be all good teams unless Again, the NFC's team spreads, sneaks the in. The spreads but. what makes it what makes it difficult. The spreads what makes makes mm-hmm. that the whole challenge. Even right. if there's a a bullshit ref call or a a tipped ball or a fumble going one way or backdoor cover. I mean that that's that's to me what. Really that's, separates that, the, that's the like, men from the boys. That's why that's, anybody on Book It, Nick, with those huge records, I always go and check their yeah, bets because they have the minus six hundred favorites they have every week. There are, that's there not are a real. few. There, Come on. there are a few guys that that are like just absolutely. They on do money fire. line because you're not risking anything. No, so they're, no, they're, they're no. There are a lot. There, there, there are five or five to ten guys that are on there that are all betting spreads and are just fucking killing. No, it that right no, now. absolutely. I'm saying though. There's a difference between doing that. I mean, my and my record, my record should be more like probably fifty-seven or sixty percent because I have a bunch of old test bets in there that we were just testing to make sure that it worked that are counting towards my record. But because like I think I'm still fifty-six, fifty-seven. Yeah, I think like fifty-six on NFL this year. Which I'm, in the, is I'm in the thirties. I'm in the thirties. Fifty-six <laughs> is still considered sharp territory. So I don't you know guys want to know your percentage no. that you've won on the panel? No, I, I kind of do. That. No. Yeah, I think I don't. I think I'm fifty-five. I think you gotta work on that. So Zook, you're at fifty-six percent on your panel picks overall. Nice. Nick is at fifty-five. Big Web is at forty six percent. And TJ doesn't matter. Forty. That doesn't matter. Is Big Web Tolly at forty six and a half? Uh, yeah, because he does have a push, so we could. How about that? Nah, push, 
Pushes, pushes don't count in the. Uh, Wait, Tally, uh, sorry. Did you say I was at forty percent? Does not count as neither win or loss. So you got to take that game out. Forty percent. That's not bad. It's better than I thought. Yeah, am I? Am I still? Am I one game back, Azuk? Because we got four. Yeah. We both went four and three this week. Are we yeah. crown winners, Nick? Yeah, you, me, and Big Web. Top three right time. Stupid, stupid. Seven four. crowns. This is Seven un- it's crowns. unbelievable. Oh, TJ needs the Niners. Buffalo. They hit. Uh, what was the they one on? I told you. out of them. They destroyed <laughs> them. Nobody circles the wagon. <laughs> nobody does. What was I mean, absolutely the nobody. Chief, the Chiefs. The Chiefs bet by me was a stupid pick. It was and then, a and really then I don't, stupid I don't, pick, I don't, Nick. I don't regret the Tennessee one, though, at, at all. No, no I, I don't. I, See, I got I, that I one. Sure Can don't. we talk about the Titans for a second? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> Save that. Yeah. The fuck. They all, they almost they almost came back and won the ball game. They weren't going to cover the five and a half, but they they, were they did not almost half. come back and win the ball game. They got no, within, they it was they run, got within two scores. He got that picked. Close. He got picked. It was, it was never two lost by, They lost by one score. Yeah, they they, they were they, no. But I'm just saying when he had time to still win the football game, it was like tw- they were in the twenties. They were down to two scores. Throws a pass and he got picked and it fucked everything up. Had they only given up three touchdowns instead of five in the first half, they would have. Yeah, uh, no kidding. They they, they would have won the game. Good Maybe one covered. Thirty-eight. But they won the game. I, by the way, guess who had the under in that game? Dom <laughs> had the under in that game. I had the under Dom. too. <laughs> hey, listen, I had the under in that one. He is. I parlayed the under Two. in that one and the Lions Bears game. Both went over sixty points by like the third quarter. I was like, Two, yeah. Two best doing bets great. already right now. Two best bets for week fourteen are gonna be Baltimore minus one and a half against Cleveland. I just think Baltimore's gonna run through them. And then uh Pittsburgh. Up. Uh Pittsburgh's a dog on the road against Buffalo. One and a half. That's a weird and game. To me, I hate that to game me, already. To me, Pittsburgh is going to come back and win that one. Although Pittsburgh got a lot of injuries, both linebackers, Bud Dupree, and, and now someone else is, is out. Devin Bush tore his ACL yeah. earlier. Yeah, Devin so, Bush tore his ACL. But, so. but the Ravens, Campbell, Campbell was limping all over the field at the end of that game. I don't know how he's doing, how he looks, but uh, it was nice to have those guys back in the middle. I think it really helped their their win. Oh, yeah. yeah. But uh, at the end of the Zeke game, he was, he was bit, limping. But after that, after Zeke had his, like, I think he had, what, 50 yards in the first quarter and a half. After that, he was nothing. So, I mean, Cam- yeah. Campbell has a bum uh, calf that's kind of been hurting him quite a bit. And then the Steelers, an interesting thing for them, that game against Buffalo will be their third in 12 days. Wow. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering about that because I saw that obviously they played the Wednesday game and then they played the Tuesday game and now I think they're just playing on Sunday, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Sunday night football. That that does suck. I, I remember I came at Eric Ebron for being a little bitch when they canceled the uh, Ravens game, but I actually do have sympathy for them now. That kind of sucks. I don't. I don't. Again, I, they're I think, 10 it's and a, one. I think it's a great spot. <laughs> 11 and 1. I think it's a great spot, great spot as a dog for for Pittsburgh. You know what does screw them though, man? The fact that they lose that game to Washington, like with the scheduling, and now there's no way the Chiefs are going to lose again. I don't think. So now that that one chance they had, to, I'm not. I didn't know if they were going to go undefeated. I didn't like their chances, but they had the edge on Kansas City. Now they don't. Kansas City's going to get yeah. the number one seed now for sure. Yeah, just Kansas City has one loss. Yeah. Yeah, they lost to Denver. Yeah. I believe preseason. Oh, no, no. They watched Lost to Vegas. Lost to Vegas. Yeah. What a yeah. weird year. Just, just. They almost lost to him twice. I know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't so. make any sense. So, uh, since we're talking Vegas and bets, Nick, I just didn't know if you wanted to talk about the Houston over under at all. Yeah. I mean, the, the Houston over under was, was crazy because I bet it early in the week at 51, I believe. What was that? And this, again, to me, when I was looking at the line, you know, Indianapolis best defense, and I just thought Philip Rivers isn't really going to score a whole lot, whole lot, even on a on a shitty Houston defense. So, and there was going to be a lot of you know running on Indy's part with Neem Hines. Did score a touchdown, so good fantasy play there, TJ. Thank you. Uh, and out they come, just fucking back and forth. First half, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Forty four points. Hey, it's dead in the water. There's no chance. There's no chance that they they don't score a touchdown in the second half at this pace. Third quarter goes by. All right, cool. Not nothing there, but still, fourth quarter. Okay, it's kind of getting interesting. Then boom, they're at the two yard line. Deshaun Watson just fucking run the ball in. Like that's all you got to do. And game's over. You win the game. 
and he fumbles. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Did we really wait, just wait, get... Wait, that was like a Chris Berman-esque thing right there. It's like, Deshaun what? Watson fumbles? What? <laughs> like, like we, I saw that... Because honestly, earlier, the best situation that had happened was the two-point safety. And because I was like, okay, that's only two, that, that negates whatever was going on down on that end of the field. And they had to punt the ball back. And so, yeah, he fumbles the ball, and, and they score two points in the second half. Under cash is 46. 46 on you that. You think under. that would have happened to you? A... No way. No, he would have walked in untouched if I had that. He would have walked in. No, j- just they would have scored fact, 75 They would have thrown him sheer, in for him. The sheer fact, and it was only like a $5 parlay, five to win like 36, but it, the sheer fact that that happened and what happened in the Detroit game where Detroit's in their ass kicked the entire game. And I then know. Went, went I it know. right at the end. I mean, that that was, I mean, here Fucking comes bears. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. I'm kicking myself all day long. Like, okay, Mitch actually looks good now. And then sure as shit, right at the end of the game, fumbles the ball. Do you know how, how, how close in, I was to that game? That game week. pissed me off. And now I went two and five. There. That's how close I was. I was that close to winning the week. Then I go two and five. Mm. Bears. Mm. Have you won, oh. have you solo won a week yet? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think. I've won twice. Yeah. I think the last time I won was how many times did I won? Eight or nine? Shut up, Nick. Nobody cares. We're, we're tied. <laughs> we're tied with uh, seven I think, crowns. I think that's we're tied with that, seven that, crowns. That three weeks or maybe eight that crowns. And, what the look? You know, that you, me and Big Web have won. You know, you talk a lot of shit for a guy in second place. Just saying. Ooh. Just saying. You can't talk any shit, TJ. So I don't even. I don't. <laughs> it's even funny how you, you have to go. After, it's like I'm the I'm the little you guy. You have to go after me. That's so cute. You are you go. so after the last far place behind. Guy. You're in second place. Don't act like you fucking don't lose anything. You are Relax. so far behind. No one can even hear you or consider anything you so say. So why do you keep? Why so. do you even bother with me then, big superstar? Why are you worried about me, King? What are we doing here? <laughs> this is fun. They just get them all riled up. When TJ goes seven and zero, oh, he's gonna knock everything off the walls in there. Like oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna he good. knocked. He knocked half the shit off the wall when he went zero oh and seven. <laughs> so he can knock the rest. Set. That's why he one can, and six. One and six. Others, other off. It's been brutal, oh man. It's just this year. I mean. Stick honest, with it, man. Stick. Oh, with I'm gonna it. stick with it. Everything's I, gonna be good. Okay, yeah, here, we, we got 25 percent of the season left. We got we got TJ, a long way to go and playoffs. TJ has not had a solo crown yet this year. Damn. Okay, nice. that's tough. Mm. Way to go, Tolly. Nice. Thanks for ruining that. <laughs> um, how many? He's just doing his st- job. <laughs> how many solo losses has he had? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. A lot. A lot. <laughs> he goes a lot. Tally, I don't know if I can count that high. Tally, so <laughs> let me ask you something. I How far back am I a big web? Because we do pick through the Super Bowl. I'm not That's worried about can... winning at this point. You know, I'm worried chase. about catching to big catch web. somebody. Yes. There are the standings right there. Big web has 48 losses. You have 55. I'm so only back seven. seven? That's not terrible. Well, six and a half. Six, six and a half. Six and a half. Yep. You have some room to grow. And I, will, I would just like to, I'm over, I'm overall on top of everybody too at at the very top of the BOTB standing. So overall picking, I I am I can claim that crown. Well, you're you're beating Lulu. No. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say, I'm, I'm are be, you beating, beating Lulu now? Mm-hmm. I haven't been checking. Yeah, I'm, picks. At, I'm at one. Oh, I'm at one oh four. Yeah, we apologize mm-hmm. for not bringing that to attention more on Sunday. That's my fault about mentioning who's in the lead. On the pick I know people are all pumped up. We always get texts and everything of, of how they're picking, but I need to mention that on the show more. That's that's on me. It's because you're not in the lead this year. Last year when you were in the lead. <laughs> oh, I mention it every day. We it was like, every week. Every <laughs> week. Hey, Tolly's family members are right up there in the, in the, in the top two. Nick, y'all's got 104. Let's see. Joe Tolly's got 100. Tony Oof. Weber, 97. Laura Wrestler, 100. Zach Zook, 97. Mark Hessler, 96. TJ Hessler Weber, down 90. at 96 is shocking. Yeah. Yeah. TJ Weber, Did he miss 92. a week? 92. No, but there's a week. He Ooh, he hit, he hit two. two wins in week in week. Yeah. He, he was in the hospital Ooh. with a heart problem going, get my picks in, honey. Yeah, yeah. He was. Oh, he did. And then and then he got like a two one I love week, that commitment. Just is what it is. You have one of those weeks that can just destroy you. So That's a football guy right you, there. You got to love it. Yeah. Yeah. Open heart surgery. Should I take the Rams or the Cardinals? <laughs> Damn it! Why did yeah, we? We should have submitted that to pardon my take. Football guy of the week. Yeah, the guys in the football guy of the week still gets his picks. Mark Hessler. Because hey, yeah, Hessler started the season with three eleven win weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it was the 
I was not shocked at all. I was like, he's going to run away with it again. It's not even going to be fun. Dude, I also started 5-2 and two my first week, so that tells you anything. And you, you look consistently over the last 10 years, he's always up there, too. Yeah. I mean, you look at the whole a football start guy. of the season. It, it's That'll be me. To say. That'll be me. Week one, Zook 6-1, and one, TJ 5-2, and two, Nick 5-2. and two. I mean, what the fuck happened oh, to us? Not a big deal. I mean, like, we were a fun. And then Big Web is 2-5. and five. I mean, this was shaping up to be a great year. And then just... <laughs> I always come out of the shoot slow. Just get destroyed. Floor drops coaster. from under me. Yeah. I blame the Bengals a couple weeks ago. I blame the Packers when I doubled up. I blame a lot of different teams. TJ's, uh, TJ's riding the log flume. It's all downhill. Everywhere. <laughs> there's, there's no... There's it's like no, the build up, build up, build up. Whoosh. There's no backup at all. It's just, it's just down, 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 down. Keeps yeah, going. I had to plug the dam this past weekend, too, because I think I had gone three and four, then a two and five. I had to get punished. And then I felt great about four and three. I was like, yes. Yeah, four and three can feel I had pretty damn good. three good. losses by the end of the noon games. Big or Zook is the funniest to watch when he's got a, a bet going on because he sits there and he's all <laughs> pumped up about this teaser. Everybody's kicking ass, and then there's a pick six. He goes, that's it. I'm done. There it goes. Lions again. You know. <laughs> yeah. It, well, I mean, I, you guys were talking about money line earlier. That's one thing I, I've changed it up a little bit this year from last year. I realized if I try to pick the spreads, I'm simply going to lose. I'm not good enough. So what I started doing was doing my money line parlays, and I started winning. I started oh, winning a lot. Just, that's yeah. the, that's a new money recipe. Line, that's a, a new recipe, baby, right there. Listen, but to, then the, I listen lost. to this one. My buddy texted me, but right before the noon games, and sent me a hundred dollars, and it was a two-way parlay, money line, both dogs, New England, good, Pittsburgh, good, four, forty-five point win, and Houston. Oh, it's tough. And That's he loses tough. on that. It yeah. was like a, it was like a hundred to pay out like eight hundred, nine hundred. It was some it was something big like that because they were both dogs. I mean, the, 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 the New England game was pretty close. I don't know how much uh, people lost on the Steelers on the money line bet a too. Lot. A lot. It's of not lots. even worth like I don't do those games because it's not even worth the odds. Like it's the NFL, no. so yeah. value. Yeah, it's just it's just absolutely fruitless to bet a minus eight hundred team because then that's gonna happen. Vegas I loves also, it though because there's some sharps that put like five hundred grand on the Steelers oh, yeah. to win like two hundred. And then when they lose, like that's they're like holy shit, that's awesome. If, if you if you take the other side of that, no, my, uh, my also I had a buddy in a uh, in a survivor pool who had uh, uh, Las Vegas survivor pool in week thirteen, and he had Las no Vegas. No way. Yes. He sent me the video just going berserk. Thank you, Jets. He's a, Thank he's you, Greg a, Williams. He's a Jets fan, too. He's a Jets fan, too. And, wow. and pick wow. the Raiders. What a lose-lose he set himself up for there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I know. But he picked Vegas in the survivor pool, and then they ended up winning. So he moves on to the next. Yeah, next moves week. on. So, so is There's he a like Jets three fan left. that, like, is happy they lost for Trevor Lawrence? Or did he actually want – I mean, besides the bet, too, he was kind of all in on the – Raiders sounds like, but is he a guy you yeah. think that would like to tank? No, it's it's more of a a comedic uh, a comedic thing at this point. Like there, that was part of his video. He's like, we're so fucking bad. Like that only that would happen to the Jets. Like so he he's he's past the uh, the depressive stage of the of the Jets' terrible season, and now he's on to the the acceptance. Uh, stage of the Jets' terrible season. <laughs> you can tell because he because he's hedging against his own team. So uh, that's one way to do it. Yeah, yeah. So imagine... speaking, sorry, TJ, go ahead. No, no, again, I was just saying I, I've heard of a guy that bet against the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates every single game. I think last season. <laughs> And like Jesus. he was a Pirates fan, and he made a lot of money betting against. I was the gonna say I I should bet against like the Marlins every game <laughs> yep. next year and just see team. how it goes. Yep, it's actually a good way to do it. It's like I guess it's a really sad way to do it. Like I can't see myself ever betting against the Cardinals and Blues every game. It'd be really sad. Does he but, just take I mean, the the like the run line or whatever? Or does he just do it straight up because the odds change? Most of the time, I think he did just money line, and he just took yeah. the hit and he said, "Okay, well, if I'm gonna bet all these games and put a hundred on each of them." And what were they for the first 30 games? They were like I mean, 5 and 25, something fucking yeah, crazy. Something so he made a lot of money. I mean, so. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. Interesting. Well, uh, do you guys want to pick the Thursday games? We already were talking about the Patriots. So 
let's pick this Patriots game. They are on the road, I believe. Yeah, they're playing uh, on the road at the L.A. Rams. I don't know. Do you guys know when the Thursday games end? I think they're coming to an end here soon. Yeah, they'll go to Saturday. What? Yeah, they go to Saturday in like a week You know or when two. it usually is when college football ends, but college football is not going to end this year early. No, it will. This weekend is my last like full weekend for PFF. Then is we it? do okay, conference so championship they... games. Which, by the way, don't get me fucking started on the Michigan Wolverines <laughs> and the fiasco with the Ohio State game. If somehow it gets leaked or gets out that Michigan or Harbaugh like didn't want to play them or that there was some shady shit going on, <laughs> I swear to God, I'll never root for them a single play more. I will just go all in on Mizzou and donate a bunch to drink in the recruiting efforts because uh, that's how it works in the SEC. And we're just going to go all in on Mizzou. So I called this like a week and a half ago. He so told them. Four star? Yeah, but happened. they were already out for Rutgers. So it's like, oh, they're going to cancel it. Well, yeah, it might get canceled. <laughs> like they have a bunch of people with COVID. I don't know what to tell you, Kirk, who's also a Buckeye. I love Kirk, but I, I don't know what he's smoking. Because <laughs> Jim Harbaugh, too, if there's if there's one thing that – what do you think of when you think of Jim? The guy is a psychopath. Like, you think that he cares or is scared of Ohio State? He no. That dumbass probably thinks he could win. <laughs> That's so true. So I'm, I'm very, very mad that I don't get to watch Michigan lose did, to Ohio did you, State. Do you like the hate that Michigan's getting and saying that they're screwing up Ohio State's season? Like, all the Ohio State fans blaming them, saying that they That's did the that on purpose? That's the only way he can beat them. It's the only way Michigan <laughs> can beat Ohio State. I heard State. Portnoy said the same thing, and I'm like, honestly, that is like – a genius. I mean, that's move. a big like, brain oh, move. We're scared. Of, we're scared people. of COVID. I'm, okay, I'm just joking, but saying like, "Oh, I'm we're scared of COVID. Can't possibly play." And then they miss the playoffs. That is fucking unbelievable. It's that's big what brain Michigan but, move right there. They actually <laughs> educate people. At that you want to talk about a rivalry being taken up into the stratosphere? Holy shit! I mean, that would the be. Big yeah, the Big Ten already said they're changing that rule. Ohio State will be in the championship. They have game. to be. Yeah, they have to they be. Have that to would be. be so so stupid. Of, also, of the Big Ten not to do that. So, but uh, we, the one last thought on Michigan, and then we can move on. But if this, like, somehow, because I feel like he was going to get fired or, like, parted ways or whatever, whatever the mumbo jumbo is after they got blown out by OSU. But now that that's not going to happen, if they hold on to Jim for next year, I'm going to be, it's going to be sad boy winter. All winter long. Are they trying to restructure his deal? I've heard something like a rumor. Like I think this is the last year of his deal. But I heard so they can. Oh, it is. Okay. This is perfect for them because they can just get Walk out away. of the contract if that's the case. But he's yeah. got one more year. Oh, so they're no, trying to they're like gonna, cut his pay. They're gonna cut his pay and let him finish. They, yeah. Either that or, or yeah. I was gonna say they're just gonna let him coach next year and be like, oh well, it was a pandemic, and <laughs> so we're gonna go three and nine next year. And just get absolutely shellacked all of 2021, and then we're finally gonna get a new coach. Look, I saw a rumor they were talking about Lions possible coaching candidates. He popped up in there. Can you imagine who would hire him? But can you imagine Michigan fans like saying, "Oh, thank God he's gone," and then he becomes a Detroit Lions head coach? They would fucking (laughs) kill somebody. I used to be the biggest Jim Harbaugh guy ever. TJ, remember when I dressed up as Jim Harbaugh for Halloween a yeah. couple years ago we did for a the ESPN radio show? show? Yeah, I do remember yeah. that. I used to be the biggest Jim guy ever, and it just turns out what a fraud. What a complete fraud. <laughs> like, the only reason those Frisco teams were good is because he had Greg Roman, who is the OC of the Ravens and got Lamar the MVP, and he had Vic Fangio, who is now the head coach of the Denver Broncos and was the DC for all those really good Bears defenses. He did absolutely nothing except feud with the front office and get himself fired. Yeah. And and what did he do at Stanford? Nothing. He had McCaffrey and Andrew Luck, and he still couldn't win the conference. Niners, he went to the Super Bowl. Couldn't even win that. No, couldn't win that. Lost to his his brother. Huh? Lost to his brother. And Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco yeah, beat him. Really, no, that's bad. That's really the worst one. And I still like him as a dude. Like, I do think that he is one of the the last, like, honest coaches. Like, I don't – I think it's pretty evident Michigan was not cheating or doing anything like that. That is clear because they are light years behind the, the true competitors in the Power Five. But 
I, I do like him as a guy, but I just don't know what he brings to the table. I watch every snap of every game unless I'm working PFF, and it's it's so bad. It's so bad, guys. Yep. So but, week 15 is the last week of Thursday night football. So that's what? Next so week? we have this week and next week. Who's and the, then who's it's last game, Tolly? Do you know? Uh, I just got out of it. It was the Chargers and somebody. Chargers and Raiders. Ugh, yeah. What a bummer. And then we get <laughs> Christmas Day football Viking Saints on a Friday. Ooh, it is on Christmas? That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I don't know if I do you guys you guys how do you guys feel about that? Love I don't it. think I've ever okay. really watched football on Christmas. I'd rather watch that than NBA anyway. And honestly, this is the year to do it because I mean, I don't know what you guys are doing. I don't I don't really judge anybody. Uh, I guess that's true. I'm We're saying, not like, doing there's, anything there's anyways. No huge family <laughs> things. A lot of People aren't having huge family gatherings, so you're all sitting around and let's watch a football game. Our, I just our, feel our like it's unfair anyway. yeah. to disappoint fan bases with an L on Christmas. <laughs> like I was thinking of uh, Colby went because I think the Vikings are playing. Like I don't need the stress of watching the Packers on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I get it's not enough, a gift for you. I get the Lions enough on Thanksgiving losing at home. So yeah, I'm, I'm used <laughs> to that nice holiday spirit. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Just watch them just shit the bed year in and year out yep fun stuff waste so let's pick this thursday game uh the rams are minus five and a half hosting the patriots who are not dead they're six and six what do you guys think of that game bill belichick's a freaking maniac uh he is crazy so do we are we picking him at five and a half i saw it was at five a couple different places oh five it's at five it's at five currently. Okay, five. Okay, that's what we'll pick it at. Okay. Um, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and buy into to Belichick. You know, if there's any guy that can turn it around and somehow make a weird way into the playoffs, it's him. Um, I'll take him plus five against the Rams. The over under is only 45, which seems super low to me. Um, that, that I'm more intrigued in the over than I am in anything else. But uh, I would take the Patriots plus five. I tell you what, boys. Rams are uh, at home. They've still they, they have one loss at home. They lost to Frisco by a field goal at home last time they were at home. But uh, five points. I mean, Cam had a big game last week, but the Rams are the Rams and the Chargers are the Chargers. So give me the Rams here. Yeah, like I like the Rams uh, minus the points minus five. Is it five or five and a half? Five right five. now. Minus five, yeah. I think the Rams, the Rams are starting to pick up a little bit and, and honestly becoming a sleeper team in the NFC. I don't know where they stand division-wise. They're leading it. They are leading the division, yeah. So so honestly, like right now, the way that they've been playing, if Jared Goff can can clock manage and, and move the football, I think they could, could win that division. Seattle just hasn't been themselves recently, and Arizona has had some flops down the stretch as well. So the Rams, I think, are just on a on a good heater right now. And despite that 45 against uh, against the Chargers that New England put up, I, I don't think they will do that against Aaron Donald and the Rams. Yeah, um, I kind of think the Pats are going to get shellacked, guys. I, I know that Bill Belichick had the ultimate game plan to stymie the Sean McVay offense in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, but I just don't think he has the horses to execute it this time around. One of my big waiver wire guys, by the way, Cam Akers, empty the rest of the budget on him if you're still competitive because they finally gave him 18 carries last week. It feels like they're finally ready to uh, give him some consistent playing time. And he's a stud, man. He is like a little mini hybrid Dalvin Cook, uh, Todd Gurley back. He's going to be really good if he can stay healthy. But I just think that the – I don't think that the Pats – have the personnel to uh, run the run the game plan that shut them down in the Super Bowl. I also think that Sean McVay is going to prepare his ass off this week. So I think the Rams will be highly motivated. I'll eat the points. Five is not a ton. Um, the the Patriots. So what can what can you say about uh, Bill Belichick? Man, holy cow! Best coaching job maybe of his career. I mean, this is yeah. exceptional. Cam sucks. The entire team sucks. They're hurt. The entire defense opted out due to COVID. He's got them six and six. They go to the playoffs. They're a broken team. They were just a broken team, and then they just shut out the Chargers. Like what? Yeah, they just yeah, shut see, out the Chargers. 
That's the other thing that Thank I you, think Bradley. in this game. I think that last week was more about Anthony Lynn and the Chargers than it was about Bill. Fire Anthony. What Lynn. a what Nick, a Nick coaching Nick mismatch. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> so, Didn't they need like three hear- for the over too? They needed like three. I need, I need a field goal. I yeah. need a field goal Bullshit. to cash my second parlay. All so I fucking stupid. needed. Anthony yeah. Lynn told the team before the game that they weren't going to make the playoffs and stuff, even though they were still in the hunt. He just <laughs> completely like gave up on them before that Fire game. Him. It's a Fire him. Fire his Adios. He's going to be done at the end of this year. And who takes that's that job? I think. I think that's, that's the best be, job. That's the best job. Five yeah, years. I agree. You got all the weapons on offense already. You just need the right coach. They're in on real team. Yeah. If you just put Bill at the helm of that team, they'd be instant Super Bowl contenders. Oh, I was gonna tally, you brought up the thing about Bill Cowher the other day. Did you did we talk about that yet? Yeah, <laughs> we did not. So uh, Bill Cowher apparently was showing Boomer Esiason, I think, some coaching film, and he said that's the first time he's ever done it. And I guess he's been talking about possibly returning to coaching and specifically the Jets if they have the number one pick. God, Bill Cowher hasn't coached I, since when? He's been he's been that's before Tom. Little Tony Larusa situation. I just can't wait till they the bring nut. our uh, can't can't wait till they bring our Chargers home to St. Louis. Yeah, would that be? Sweet? Was that? Never oh my God! Happen. So the Bill Cowher hasn't coached since before Tomlin. That's had to be he retired after the uh, 06 Super Bowl, I believe. My NFL really? sources say other, otherwise. Yeah. Two thousand and seven was his last season as the coach of the Steelers. It's crazy. But the Chargers, the Chargers yeah. were in St. Louis discussing it uh, during during the pandemic. Well, uh, if they're going to move, Dean's not going to pay for a penny of it. So. No, he's not. No, 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 he's not. I'll he's throw it. it. Let's all throw Source, it. Sources say there are ways that it can happen, though, and that the NFL God. would like to see it. I'd buy a jersey tomorrow. I'd be the biggest Chargers fan. I would be. I'd God. be down there every night. I'll, I'll sweep the. F- this whole stadium. Let's do it. <laughs> It'd be fun. Nah, it's not as impossible. Hey, we're building a soccer stadium, and they were playing in a soccer stadium anyways. So. They're used to that. So yeah, that they'll, I, they'll get a kick out of that. I'm going on the <laughs> nice. I'm going on the record right now. Oh, if the oh. St. Louis St. Louis gets another NFL team, I am moving on from the Lions. That should be obvious, but that's happening. So just yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll I'll ditch my fandom for the Broncos and the Jaguars collectively and. Uh, Join, join the wagon. Well, that's all we saying, needed. We got those two moves. Saying, Make I'm it happen, so, Chargers. Zook, would you like to move on from the Packers? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's I will not, not be leaving Bill's Mafia either. Well, it's, Tally it's already not, left the Patriots an, to go to the Bills, so he can leave the shit. Bills to go somewhere else. <laughs> Tally lives like, like good teams. It's not an NFL-sized stadium, but hey, you know, I mean, they could solve, solve a, a short-term problem. They'd be my second team if they moved here. The Chargers are sweet. Yeah, they color scheme's team. great. I mean, shit, they got weapons They've all over the field. They've always been an offensive team. Always. Oh, yeah. yeah. Always. And then now they got a guy, another quarterback, who's going to freaking just wreck it. He's going to break so many records, mm-hmm. you know, if he stays healthy. But he's insane. You guys don't even know the name, blue. but Dan Fouts. Heard the name. Amazing. It, it, those great, great games, last-minute wins with him, throwing the bombs, shit. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Did he? Did they go to the Super Bowl with him? Was he the QB? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember a wide receiver Jefferson or something. It was a hundred years ago, but uh, that and then uh, who's the who's the back? Uh, Tomlinson. Ladanian. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomlinson yeah. more more recently, but they had another really good back. Oh, okay. Back yeah, I don't know. They've been they've been consistent. I mean, when they had Rivers, Tomlinson, and Antonio Gates, like that team was so good. Mm-hmm. They just can never put it so together. Do you guys want? Uh... Another trivia question before we wrap this one Ooh, up. Oh, yes, I do. Sure. Trivia question and close. <laughs> so I want to know if you guys can name the Browns head coach and quarterback last time they made the playoffs, which was 2002. The Browns head coach and quarterback? I know. Browns head coach and quarterback last time they made the playoffs. Was it quarterback Tim Couch? No. No, I think he was. Trent Dilfer? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was Bernie Kosar? Nope. The the you gotta get the running back too. No, head coach and quarterback. Head, head coach, coach and quarterback. Head coach and quarterback the last time the Browns made the playoffs. You got any Trent? Two thousand two? Two thousand two. Two thousand two. I could name I was one eight. player on the two thousand two Browns. <laughs> was it was Dennis Green the coach? No. What well, wasn't couch? So Butch Davis was the head coach. Jesus. Butch Davis. Well, that was, was my second coach. guess. Yes. Hey, don't say don't say the quarterback yet. I think I can okay. get him. I can get I'm him. I'm trying to think of that jersey they used to post with all the names. <laughs> yeah. Was it one of them yeah. accounts? 
No. Okay, Ooh, name me this. Yeah, was, was Couch I will be honest. Brady had, Quinn. No, I will be honest. I'd never heard of this guy before. Tally, was Couch after this guy? Uh, I'll look. I'm guessing he was. was it the kid but... from Miami, Tally? Erickson? I, I, I don't know where he was from. I'd never uh, heard Erickson. of Erickson. No. <laughs> God, that's, that's I don't Brady know. Quinn. All right, I can't get it. Kelly Holcomb. Kelly Holcomb. Holcomb. Ah, that was my next pick. I would have yeah, never that. thought of Kelly yeah. Holcomb. That was like my fifth. Yeah. yeah, Kelly Holcomb and Butch Davis right on the front of my yeah. mind. So if you those could ever give me a, a quarterback and, uh, and coach duo, the best of all time, I would have said those two. For sure. <laughs> Doug Peterson quarterbacked one of those Browns teams. Did he Aren't really? we over our hour limit on, on Zoom? We got we got the extended version, I think, for a couple more days. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's huge. Love to see it. Just got to get Zook on Discord somehow. Mm-hmm. Even even though even though we tried to flag it as fraud. <laughs> as what? <laughs> that's what we that was the charge that we tried to flag as fraud. Oh, that's said, right. It said San Jose fourteen ninety nine, so I flagged the card and got a new one. And then it it comes up a day later is shows up as Zoom, and I was like, oh shit! And then Apple gave me my money back for it anyways, and we oh, still nice. had free the subscription. Month. There we go, free month. So, oh, we get us through December then. Love to see it. Thank you, Apple. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh, Zoom, Zoom's fault for for mislabeling their charge on my credit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad we still have it for a bit. Well, boys, I think that'll do it. That'll you do. You got it. anything else? No, nope. oh, I think we're good. Go follow us everywhere at From the Fifty. Shout out to our great sponsors: K. Roberts Remax Gold, Sarah Barron Family Finance Mortgage, and Alex Schlemmer over at Aces Wild in Columbia, Illinois, two zero eight North Main Street. Uh, eventually, when all this COVID bullshit's over. Hopefully early next year, uh, we will be live at Aces Wild at some point to do some type of show for From the 50, for brews, for everything. Uh, it's a great place over there. Go ahead over there right now, 208 North Main Street in Columbia, Illinois. And again, go follow us everywhere at From the 50, From the 50 Show on Instagram as we're putting out some great content for you. And uh, get involved, 314-877-8597. And download the Book It app, you damn it. Yeah, go download it, damn it. For TJ, for Big Web in the studio, for Nick Yale out in Reno, for Nick Tolly somewhere in the greater St. Louis area, <laughs> I'm Zach Zook. We'll see you guys on Sunday.